Welcome back to the Restore Podcast. This has been an incredibly long, overdue podcast with two of my favorite friends. And did I mention they're Brazilian? Um, But these are two of my really good friends. Um, They're chiropractic friends in the community. I met them in this AMT community that we're a part of for entrepreneurial doctors. And they shared their story on the stage brought me to tears like but not even like where you had the single streamlined tear that was like a pretty cry it was like just straight ugly I was like I need to take a break like I just need to wait and I need to become friends with them and half the stuff I was like I don't know if I'm going to understand what they're saying half the time but I'm going to learn Portuguese I'm going to tell you so that was my goal but welcome on I have Lorena and I have Juliana sisters from Brazil and they are chiropractors in Marietta Georgia Hey, girls. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? Good. So I want you guys to tell listeners just a little bit about yourself because we have an awesome topic today, and we're going to just dive right in. Awesome. So I am Juliana Sperana, married to Joe Michael. I have two labs and a puppy, which is a Shih Tzu and a Chihuahua. She's not a puppy. She, we, she's just smaller. <laughs> um, but So no kids yet, and I practice chiropractic with my sister. That's right, and I'm the sister. Uh, I'm Lorena, and I am married to uh, Marcella. We've been married for 15 years now, and I have a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old, two boys. Um, yeah, and we practice in Georgia. That is yeah, <laughs> amazing. So I brought these girls on because they have this crazy perseverance, the American dream, if I've ever seen it before. And their story was literally like, it gave me chills on the like hair that I don't have on my arms. <laughs> but if I did, it will give you also chills. So we're just going to freaking dive right in. Um, so like I said, I met them at the conference. They started telling their story about kind of becoming chiropractors, which let's be honest, a lot of people don't know the background of my story, but it took me for freaking ever to become a chiropractor because I failed boards multiple times. I failed classes multiple times. I was just not in the season where I was ready and I didn't, I just didn't understand what it was going to take to get there. And then I start hearing you guys speak mm-hmm. and it, the, the amount of row that it took. And I remember whispering at this time, I was like, fuck, this took this long? I was like, there's no way i do this. I was like, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm working at Starbucks, I'm out. Like, But the perseverance and the drive and the passion was so real. So as we dive right in, um, you guys had always a dream to work together. There was no sibling rivalry, nothing. Man, no. no. I, I, I don't know. I mean, we've always been very close. And then I think at some point, we, I think we knew we were besties. Yeah, Wouldn't you and say, we're like, just we're... two years apart. Yeah, and I think we say my mom, my dad. It's same mom and dad. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why, but if you hear us say that, it's same parents. I did hear you say <laughs> that, and I was yeah. like, wait a minute. People always ask me like, oh, different parents. We're like, no, no, there's the same. same. Mom and dad. <laughs> we're possessive, I guess. I don't know, <laughs> but um, we did, and I remember in high school we used to say that we were going to um grow up and we were going to work together we didn't know what we were going to do but we were going to work together and we were going to drive the same car and today we work together and we both drive jeeps and we make sure that we park them in front of the office next to each other yeah and we also know what future car we're both going to get oh yeah which is what a g-wagon i want a g-wagon but you know what's funny is that both our husbands just don't understand it 
Um, so they kind of make fun of it, but then they also just go along with it, kind of like kind of allow it to happen. Yeah. Like sometimes we work a full day shift, so like like sixteen hour know. long days, whatever. And your husband works in the practice, yes. And yeah, the Juliana first thing we do does, yeah. when we get in the car is call each other. Literally after we're driving <laughs> yes. off the parking lot. This is also there are days when they drive to the office separately that we all get in the car. And he drives away, and Juliana and I will like park the (laughs) car, like police officer. Yeah, like roll down our window and just chat for like thirty minutes. And then we're like, "Oh my gosh, we gotta get home!" And like they're literally calling, like, "Hey." Uh, we laughed for you. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, well, we didn't get to talk. We didn't get to spend time together. Yeah, because we're in the office. It is like work, yeah, work, work we are, mode. Yeah. And sometimes we like sneak into like the kitchen back there. Yeah. And, like, and we'll tell everyone. We're like, we just need a little sister time. Yeah. And uh, we'll go back there. We're like, no, no, no. Even sometimes if it's like prayer, crying, venting, yes. we're so like, hey, we're going to go to the kitchen for <laughs> whether, a little prayer time. Yeah, and whether yeah. it's just like I'm overwhelmed with this or like yeah. I got in a fight with my husband because obviously that happens. Marriage, yeah. it, you know, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Joe Michael upset me last night. And then Law was just like. <laughs> It's okay. Mm-hmm. Just let yes, it out. Just- and then we go back out and we just like face the day. Yeah. It's really good. So wait, big so- questions that y'all work yeah. together, like three's company here. Like, do you, are there ever time you guys just speak Portuguese so that you're like, oh, you all know the time. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. yeah. But now he's picking up on it. And yeah. so he, he knows that whenever we start talking in Portuguese that we're talking about him. So now <laughs> what we started doing yeah. is just like, he, he can't but be there anymore. It's really funny that you <laughs> yeah. brought that up because I was just, so if you don't know, we're all in a hotel room right now, but um, my kids are actually with me here at the conference and uh, they stayed up in the hotel room with John Michael, right? Her husband. And right before I left, my oldest, Josh, asked John Michael, hey, John Michael, how are you going to teach your kids when you have them Portuguese? And John Michael's like, well, Juliana's going to have to do it. And they asked him, so how do you feel about them learning Portuguese if you don't know it? Do you have a problem with that? And I don't think John Michael understood the question. So I rewarded and John Michael's like, no, no, no. They can speak it. I understand. I got it. And I'm cute. like, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, you weren't there so when you were talking. Exactly like understand. Yeah. That's cute. Because your husband speaks Portuguese. Yes, yeah, my husband's Brazilian. Brazilian yeah. But not that a chiropractor. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> But John Michael can teach him all the duck hunting and all the good. Like, yeah, that's, that's right. Stuff. On it. So it's which full. is funny because he already teaches my kids that. So he's already taken on like that uncle role. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's really like, funny. Even though when I left the room after that convo, they were diving into Bitcoin conversation. I was like, God, oh, this is boring. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm out. So the world we live in. Yeah, but yeah. So like we are praise report. I guess like we are about to close on a. A, a small piece of like property and has a pond. That's exciting. And the boys yeah. are really excited because John Michael already said that like the pond's going to be theirs because yeah. they love to fish. So we're really excited that they're going to get to experience that side of like nature with mm-hmm. John Michael, the uncle, and like that we are going to be able to yeah. like, have them experience <laughs> that. And obviously, yeah. like I'm already like telling them you need to get uh, like hunting boots. Those are the yeah. things you're going to get. They're going to 100% be like, hunters yeah that is hilarious hopefully they do like it and if you like if you've never seen them which you will like in your pictures but like anytime you see these gals they are decked out and they have gucci or louis vuitton (laughs) they have the michael Kors. they have the hoop earrings like one of her like juliana's bedrooms is her 
her literally a dressing room, which is like a guest bedroom, yeah. but without the guest. And I'm yeah. like, this is what I need to do in my place. Absolutely. And, and then if you meet your small. husband, which is funny, yeah, he's like yeah, camouflage. I'm like, I mm-hmm. almost didn't see you on the couch yeah. there. Yeah. Like, super. But good. legit polar yeah. opposites. Today, I literally, we got into like a little, we bickered because he was wearing these shoes that he had way before like we even started dating. And it's like these spares and it's beat up and like it's what, literally what he uses to like mow the lawn. And I was like, we're going to the city. It's a conference. Could you just like wear your nice shoes and you wear to like the office? Work with me here. And he literally is like, but they work. They work. I mean, it's shoes. I'm not going to get new ones. I'm like, ugh. And so yeah. sometimes, yeah. So we are polar opposites. But True. he he also balances me out or else I would have been too extreme. Yeah. I would have been maybe too materialistic. True. <laughs> and you know, More I can't take credit for me being like dressing the way I do because I think I have, I dress really cute. You do. But it's really because I look at Juliana and, <laughs> and she knows it too. Like when I'm looking her up and down, she's like, great. You're going to be wearing the same outfit tomorrow, right? And I'm like, you know it, girl. <laughs> it's so funny because the first so- thing I saw you in the elevator, I was like, Love the bag, love the sweater. I literally yeah. was like, check, check, so, and check. And I checked too, like, you know, if it's something a little bit more expensive, and when I say expensive, like 50 bucks and up, I'm like, okay, I'm, I need to ask for her approval. And I'm like, I'm about to buy this shirt. What do you think? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Like, bye, bye, bye. And then she'll be like, you can wear it with this, this, this. and Or she's like, don't do it. It's not going to look good or you're going to be really limited. You're going to... Re- so, you know, well, she does you it. She... Time, but it's not... <laughs> I don't... You do a great... She also decorates my house. Oh, uh, your house is yes. gorgeous. So, Both okay, of your guys, houses are go gorgeous. Back to the no, that's like, true. Let's get back to that. <laughs> that is so funny. And it is so true. But like... This is just you guys as a personality. So it's cool to see how well you guys fit together inside the office, but outside the office, especially starting an office, how stressful it can be. And I remember like the yeah. one, the first time I met you, I was still like a student at Logan and I didn't even know you at the time. You just kept saying like, my sister's still in class or like my sister's taking boards. And like we sat in and like you did the photo shoot or something. So we were like the dummies that like sat there during your doctor's yeah. report and all the stuff. And you... I remember Juliana, she said, wait, you've been to the office? I was like, yeah, like, I didn't even know you existed. I was like, I knew your sister first. I was like, these people are great. Like, so it showed us around and it was like the coolest experience. So like, as we rewind, how did this come about of like, you wanted to be in a business together. You wanted to have matching vehicles. Walk us through of like, how did we know the avenue was going to be chiropractic? Because you're, mm-hmm. you both have very hardworking families that moved here from Brazil to was it for their American dream or do you feel like it was to help you guys have more like financial freedom and just freedom in general to do whatever you guys want it was definitely for for us Mm -hmm. you know they they really sacrificed everything um for Juliana and I and so we we came from so I'll tell you a little bit about uh, the backstory the background backstory story, the it's story, a backstory the, <laughs> the, the before time so we um I knew so my parents grew up you know working class in Brazil um but my mom it has great drive right and 
Um, it's not it's not as easy. Third world country, you know, the opportunities are not the same. So she decided that this is what she wanted to do, and she pushed my dad, and my dad is great, right? But I mean, my mom is the driving force, and he's just like that grounding force for her, right? So that dynamic is really good, and that's where Juliana and I get it from to where we are so close, but I remember that every time my dad would leave to work, my mom made sure that Juliana and I walked my dad to the door and kissed him. Uh Yeah. And she made sure that when my dad, he was a truck driver, she made sure that as he was coming home, that we were ready and showed excitement as he walked in the door, right? So I know, I get teary up because she taught us like how important that was. So even for us now, and I do it with my kids, right? So all of this started real early and she really, she was just like, listen, this is just the two of you. You guys, you guys are together. And I mean, I mean, she like, at, she, she instilled in us, like when you go to school, like y'all yeah. have each other's back. Like you guys are family. Yep. Y'all stand up for each other. You guys go to bat for each other. You Absolutely. fight somebody else. Yeah. And, and did you ever go against would, the grain ever? Or were you like, no, no this is what we do. It we just, knew. Like, we knew. And, but then again, like law is like the better sister. A hundred percent. I'm the little sister. I take advantage. I've always taken advantage of you. Now, <laughs> now it's more like, I appreciate you because I'm an adult and I can appreciate you for all the, the goodness that you are. But a hundred percent, like law has always been my protector. I was like the little sister that just like rebelled a little bit, but I, ne- but I still, my sister, like she, yeah. there's, I would never talk bad about her. I would never like no. go against you. Mm-mm. We were, we were team yeah. through and through. So, so like, mm-hmm. I was never jealous of her because if anything, like, I love that she would let me hang out with her friends. You included yeah. me. You made me feel part of like, I was always a little sister that got to go along with everything. So, mm-hmm. so I think that that's just like a hundred percent what my mom, um, just instilled in us is that yeah. like. The excitement for each other and achieving each other, you know, for like, it was all about how grateful that you get to experience that for her or through her. So we see it, like we get excited. We're like, oh my gosh, you're doing what? Right. So, (laughs) and this isn't, this is just how we were. And like, I, I, you know, like, you know, I see my kids and I try to do that. And I, as a mom, I'm like, oh my gosh, it takes like determination to do that. But So when we came, so I'm going to go back to like our story. So when we came, we were, I was 10, Juliana was eight and we came to Miami. So we didn't speak any English. My dad came a year before and then he decided, you know, okay, we're going to come. So we came after, right? So we got here, we knew no English at all. And Juliana and I learned how to speak Spanish and English at the same time. So I know, I don't know how. So we learned how to speak Spanish and English and we go into school, we start middle school and then we go into high school. And this was this is really important because as an immigrant, um, we know, you know, everybody's got their beliefs. And so we just want to share a little bit about our story in that, because I think just so you understand a little bit from our point of view as the immigrant. Right. So. At one point, our parents made a decision to leave everything behind in Brazil and come here to give my sister and I a better life. 
they never intended to come and stay for as long as they did, right? It was supposed to come and we're just gonna be here. We're gonna build a little nest egg. We're going to be a part of this community. We're going to serve at the church. We are going to like really be a part of the community. So it wasn't even their intention to just take. They mm -hmm. gave back just as much, right? So they served and then all of a sudden when you're 10, you're ingrained in that community, right? So I'm not even talking to my parents anymore. Now I'm talking to Juliana and I. You start going to, you go to elementary school and middle school and high school. And then all of a sudden, you are just, you feel just as American as you feel Brazilian. Mm. It makes sense. Especially so, that young. That exactly. Makes sense. So, I mean, if we were in our 30s, maybe it would have been different. But at 10 and 8 years old, and then all of a sudden, it's also, also like you even Brazilian, start, but you think American. You think American, yeah. Like your jokes are American <laughs> jokes. But you look at American, you, and you're brown. And, yeah, you're <laughs> white. I'm pretty white, but I don't have any of those good genes. So all of a sudden, right, where <laughs> my parents needed to make the decision. Okay, now we they've already picked us up from our entire family. My mom is one of seven. My dad is one of five, right? So all the uncles, the all of it moved us here. And now all of a sudden, now you're in your teen years and you have to decide, oh my gosh, I need to make a decision because now there is immigration knocking on my door. Well, not literally knocking up, but you're running out of time and you have to decide if I stay here any longer, now I'm crossing the line uh -huh. into, okay, you know, that gray area of legal, illegal and immigration. Well, if I, if I stay, how can I apply? How can I become a citizen? So our parents started that very early in, you know, I think they foresaw that, but it is such a long process, right? So you think, oh, you just fill out an application and you pay your fees and no that's not it or you pay your taxes so you like pay your taxes been, they were so bit, no they, they yeah they pay taxes from the first year we were here which is right? so crazy that you're paying taxes you're living here and so they all have all record of you in the yeah that you're illegal and i think the conception from the american standpoint is oh they're just people that they're getting paid cash for everything they're yeah, not no, paying taxes no. and they're getting health care mm -hmm. they're getting all these things and because the people point, that are here that worked hard are not getting anything because yeah. at some point if you want to buy a house you need to have record that you so do you, can't you just gotta pay, pay taxes cash. yeah so like obviously my parents wanted to buy a house mm -hmm. eventually so they pay taxes so that in order for them to be able to you know get to the next to level grow. in life yeah. yeah they weren't drug dealers or anything like that everything was like cash like but so th that's that's how that works and so it's like it's not just take take and take but yes there's always the bad apples there are some some latinas and, latinas yeah. there's some immigrants yes that just take take and then they they leave but not everybody some of us ha try from the from day one they they want to be american they want to be part of the american yeah. dream they want to have that chance because at the end of the day, like especially for our generation, I mean, when we you want to belong, mm. yeah. right? Because when you're 10 and you leave your country and you come here, you're an outsider. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden you belong to that community. You've been here for so long. And, you know, so parallel to this, my parents are trying to figure it all out. And, you know, you go to one lawyer and they tell you one thing. And just like, you know, there's one bad apple and... 
And then they're like, oh, no, this is what you got to do. So you do it. And then you're like, oh, no, but that's not a guarantee. So now you've lost thousands of dollars in like lawyer Legal fees, fees and yeah. all that. And no, it doesn't go forward. And then you look for another way and you're like, oh, OK, so this lawyer says this is how you need to do it. So, you know, you'll go back and forth in this. So parallel to that, my we're in high school. And I knew I wanted to do something where I was helping people. That was just, I knew that that was my calling, right? So I thought I was going to go to medical school and I was going to become a pediatrician. Like, that's what I wanted to do. So in high school, I take an anatomy and physiology class my very last year, last semester, okay? (laughs) And I had already, I was done all that and we dissect the pig we you know we do a pig <laughs> dissection and in that we're learning nervous system and I mean I just fell in love and I walk up to my teacher I had no idea what a chiropractor was and I asked her like is there a profession that like works with this and she goes you should look into chiropractic that's so rare that yeah. a science teacher would even yes. know that so, to be honest, like, because yeah, yeah, we, teach, I, yeah. We, we treat a lot of teachers, but like, if you that, said but, nervous system, right? like, if you said maybe spine, but that yeah, was maybe, back even when, like, nine, wow, sure. you want to, you want to oh, give me yours? Don't, don't hear yeah. drop me. That was 2001, right? So wow. that is when that, that happened. Um, and then Juliana's two years behind me. Mm-hmm. So she said, look into chiropractic and I'm like, okay. So we, I tell, I tell my parents, they don't know what chiropractic is. And I'm like, honestly, I'm not sure either, but let's go <laughs> toward the school. Yeah. You know, let's go toward the school. So we went and it was right around, it was December and Life University does the lights of life, right? Mm-hmm. So we got out of the car and we literally prayed in the parking lot. And look at this. It was nighttime. We prayed in the parking lot where there is a huge American flag, and I didn't even, right in front of the library, I don't know if you've ever been to Life University, right there, and we prayed, and I remember my mom's prayer, that if that was God's will, that was, he was going to bring it into existence, right? We had no idea, like, how we were going to pay any of that. But that was literally. It wouldn't allow you if you didn't actually I didn't even know if I was going to be, yeah, because I didn't have a green card. Right. So we're like, OK, well, now we got to figure out how do you go to college? <laughs> so I just hey, what do you do? So um, so we start I apply. So I did. I came back and I did a tour and I applied and they accepted me. And then it's like, oh, my gosh, it is really expensive. <laughs> so my parents start paying out of pocket. So this is like this is you know, what your parents do for you, right? So they start paying out of pocket, wow. but because they were paying out of pocket, we could, I couldn't go full time, right? I couldn't afford it. So as a, you know, as an immigrant, you're very limited with financial aid. And we just really, we just wanted student loans. We weren't even asking for free money, but that wasn't allowed either because we, we mm-hmm. weren't citizens. At that time, now they have something called uh, DECA, or DACA, something like that for Act, yeah, yeah for these for the the kids that are were in the same situation as we are in to get financial help, you know, to go to college. But um, so we we did they didn't have it, 
So my parents started paying out of, call, out of pocket and I get engaged in this, you know, very early on in my college career. And then I get married and my husband's an American citizen. So we're like, okay. So my parents are we're thinking, relieved. yes, all right, this is going right. So I love my husband and, you know, we get married and then Juliana starts, decides, what do you want to do when you grow up? <laughs> right? I had no idea. Follow me. Yeah. Follow me. Yes, you do. I think, Listen. honestly, you paved the way for everything <laughs> that I've done in my life. But so it's just kind of like at one point, literally, it was like, orientation. Well, you already did it. It was already so difficult. I went with you. you I, should, I, I took went her with her. me. <laughs> that, that's how close we are, right? And I'm just like sitting there and like, I, I think it was like a, Senior and no, I was like a junior in high school, just like sitting there, yeah, in like just a sitting college like orientation, college orientation with me. I'm like, <laughs> is it weird? No, it's my sister, right? Oh my anyway, god! So Juliana starts going. I haven't quite gotten married yet, but now my parents have to pay for school for two, so that means I have to take even less hours so they can afford. So we would split. Okay, and this, this where you like get your own dream. Yeah. I need to get you <laughs> yeah. done. She literally probably but, was like, uh, no, you got to like apply. No, you got to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah. Now you have to apply. You can't just show up to class with me. <laughs> this is how it we, goes. Now you got to get the credits for you just like showing up to class. Showing up. <laughs> oh, geez. So, so she applies. So she starts school. And my parents have to, like, split the money, obviously. They can't afford to pay. I mean, college is expensive. Life is a private school. So we start undergrad, and it took us a really long time to actually finish. But in that, right, so I'm in in undergrad. Juliana's in undergrad. Um, I get married. He's an American citizen. We're thinking, oh, okay, well, now you're a citizen, and this is how you apply blah, blah, blah. And this is the form. So we fill it out and I go in for our interview and all it takes, honestly, is one person to look at you wrong. That's really like, and I tell people this and we sat down and the immigration officer um, that was doing our interview, she asked me if our marriage was real. (laughs) And, and you I'm guys like, had been together since you were like yeah, 15. We had been together. Yeah. So we had dated, you know, and then, but anyways, so we got married and I'm like, what? Like, I'm not even understanding this. Right. But she doubted the relationship. Which, you know, is funny, which rare for you. Funny only because now they make it into comedic movies. Yeah. Like the proposal. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like, which is not even illegal. Mean, it's like. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> what? Like, yeah. So that whole process, right? And then she starts asking me like all of these questions and show me when you came into the country and this and that. And we're like providing, right? Oh, here's this. Here's this all documentation. And then documentation of my parents' life, you know, like everything. Oh, wow. So we had everything. At one point, she wanted a copy of the plane ticket that we came from Brazil into Miami. That airline went bankrupt. My <laughs> poor husband flew to Brazil wow. to try to see if they had courts, like court had paper. Like that's how intense this was. So I got denied 
my citizenship. Wow. And, but you know, life goes on, right? So I got, I got denied and we reapplied. And by the time we reapplied, I was pregnant. Uh, we, I had just had my first son. Still in chiropractic school. Still in chiropractic school. This is all going, right? Wow. This is still oh paying God. out of pocket because we literally could not afford. We just couldn't afford to just pay, you know, thousands of dollars every quarter. So now Juliana's, Juliana's there. I, oh yeah, so I'm... Second time I apply for my citizenship and because that was already denied once, it's almost like a red flag. So I go in for like this one, I don't even remember if it was like an interview or something, but the this other, like we're in a group and I felt like David in the lion's den, right? There's all these immigration officers and the lady goes, honey, I should arrest, arrest you and deport you right now. And I'm like, What? And she's like, yeah, you are illegal. So we had never, it had never been like illegal because you only have a process going of some sort, you're right? You're, you're safe. Like you're under an umbrella. And I'm like, what, what? And she's like, yeah, right here. So I'm like, okay. So Marcelo and I scoop up the car seat, right? And walk oh out, my- leave the immigration building. A couple days later, we get a deportation letter. And so now all that my parents did, now I'm like, oh my gosh, now I have a kid. I'm in college and I go in for one of the, like one of the hearings and the lady and I tell her, I was like, well, I'm in school trying to, trying to like graduate, build a life. So anyway, so she, she's like, well, if I were you, I'd start like wrapping your life up here because you're getting ready to go. So I went to the second deportation hearing. So I had a total of four letters to be deported. And on the third one, I walked out. And it's like like in the middle of the city in Atlanta. And I walked out and I broke down in like the sidewalk. And I told my husband, I told Marcel, I was like, I am done. I told him, I was like, I am so done with fighting the system. And I told him, I was like, I'm good. Like, I'm a good person. Right? And I told him, I was like, we pay taxes. We pay taxes. Like, we contribute to the community. Like, we're a part of the community. We serve. And I told him, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be a real illegal. Like, I'm just going to own it now. Right? And I told him, I was like, look how many people live and they don't have an issue. I'm just done. And... Marcelo shows you some tough love when you need it. And he's like, well, you can, um, he's like, you can be done. I don't care. I'm a, I'm going to keep going because I'm a citizen. It's my right. I'm going to keep fighting for Let's you. Go. And I was like, oh, you know, like, I'm like in my pity party. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. You can keep going. And he's like, do you want to get in the car with me? If you're going to get in the car with me, you've got to get ready for us to like keep going. And I'm like, I'll just get a cab. <laughs> and he's like, stop it. Get up and get in the car. Get in the car. So he was the, he was how like he kept pushing me, you know, and doing this because he knew as a citizen, it was his right to make my life right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, um, you were his property now. I, I mean, was. Like, not his all. property. But, yeah, not. I know. Like, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, possible, yeah, but he, like, I he was your sponsor. He was I'm, your yes. provider. Like, 
you, absolutely. Your so it was just like I remember when all of like after everything. I kid you not. I have a letter from immigration apologizing for my pro for my process. The very first immigration officer that started that created that doubt in my case in general ended up being demoted and let go of the government or you know that and they actually sent me a letter apologizing for it but that's huge that it's it is but we fought right like we didn't give up i could have gone i I mean that's the thing imagine how many people would have saw that quit and they go home and And then there's nothing but that's the important thing is like you at some point I think obviously my story is very similar and I'm not going to go into my entire story but it was also very similar where I literally went through everything that you went through kind of very similar I got no deportation letters but we all at some point think about like I'm done throwing in the towel absolutely even through school I literally was like not worth it I'm out. <laughs> that's why I think it's so important to have people that are going to go to bat for you because, like, that's what Celo did. Mar- Absolutely. I call him Celo. But, Marcelo, like, you have to have some some person who believes in the dream more than you do at that mm-hmm. second. Because- yeah. And question yeah. for you, too, at this point. So, at where you're at at this point and kind of how your parents have worked so hard and they're, you know, you're still paying taxes and stuff and they're pretty much considered illegal mm-hmm. kind of like what happens to them then like do they now apply for citizenship or are they like whoa this is a red flag because your girls are okay so, yeah, this, I'm, so I'm, I'm we need to leave with that not if you're oh i'll answer that <laughs> but so they know every single illegal that's in this country so they know where you are they know where you live they know what you do they know probably every single person that lives here let's be honest but it's the moment that you start lifting things up. Usually people that get deported are people that are doing something wrong that get flagged. So Law got the deportation letter because she was trying to apply. So it became it came up on their radar. So all of a sudden it looked like she was doing something wrong because she couldn't prove that she was, I guess, like a, I don't, a yeah. good enough citizen to become an American citizen. So, but... But if you're so, kind of like... Working, the, you're paying taxes, you're just kind of doing your thing, yep, you just kind of go unnoticed. if you're not unnoticed. driving without a license, if you're not trying to, like, buy legal stuff here and there, like, it, you can go under the radar for years. Like, it's, they, they, they're not going to bother you if you're not doing anything wrong. And mm-hmm. that's facts. And that's literally, mm-hmm. like, how most people here go through yeah, the like when you system. hear, yeah, when you hear of somebody like, oh, you know, oh, was caught and deported, it's, it, it was an, it was an accident sort of thing that is just, you know, oh, geez, now like they don't have a, you know, well, they got hit and they were in a car accident or something, right? And then a police officer comes over, asks for documents. Now that police officer, it's not even that he was going, you know, he's like, okay, now I know you're standing in front of me. Just like that lady told me, honey, I got to deport you, except she'll let me go home, right? You, so they're not like actively out seeking, seeking every single illegal, but in for, you know, to answer you, my parents, it's it's a battle that they're not going to win because the reality is it's too hard, like, to take that to court and send all these people home and deport them. 
That, that totally makes sense. We're going to wrap this up real yeah. quick, and then we're going to come right back after this commercial. Okay, so then we're back wrapping up the deportation. You kind of get into school. Like, so you're kind of paying, paying somewhat. Your parents are mm-hmm. still paying. So now are they still paying? No. Or by- now this gets approved. Yeah. And now you get student loans. Yeah. So once once I'm officially a citizen, um, I get, I'm, a, I'm made a, able to get student loans, right? But up until then, then it was my parents and my husband paying um, whatever we could afford. So it wasn't like, Ooh, I'm going to take these cause these are prereqs for whatever. It's like, Oh, I'm going to take these cause these fit in the budget. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah so, like, we will get yeah. there. So once I have student loans, then I'm able to finish. Um, did you ever lose track of the dream aside? Like from like what you just said, where you're like, I'm done. Did you ever just lose track of like, you know what? I don't want to keep paying out this money for chiropractic. Like I just, I can find something else and be just as happy. No. Isn't that weird? No. no. I mean, I think that's what makes you sold up for chiropractic. Yeah. Which is really cool. So I would say yes and no. No, that we knew we didn't want to do anything else. Yes. Yes, that we lost the passion of why we wanted to do chiropractic. There you go. That's Because at yeah. some point, you, obviously, I followed suit where I, like, your friends actually started telling me that I need to be a chiropractor. Because at one point, I was going to life for, like, exercise physiology. That's <laughs> true. Exercise something. I didn't even yeah. know they did other stuff. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. They have a huge... Yeah. Um, plug in for life they have a huge <laughs> she's not sponsored no not sponsored but uh life if you're listening just kidding. yeah um, but so and their friend his uh, lost friends started telling me that i should be a chiropractor blah 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 mm-hmm. so obviously i started to take yeah. chiropractic classes or prereqs um and you fall in love with chiropractic and what chiropractic can do and like the mission and then when you've been in school for that long, it almost gets embarrassing because then you, yeah. s- you have friends that graduate and then they come back to visit for something and they see you and you're still like in fifth quarter, but they don't <laughs> yeah. understand. No. They have no idea. So you're telling them, they're like, you're still here? And they think you're just like slacking. It's like, no, there's setbacks in life. Things happen. Not everybody has like a clear path. Yeah. So, some of us have detours. We have to take the train. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to take the bus. Literally, <laughs> literally. we didn't have a license. We took the bus to Life University. Yeah. Guess what? It's a 15-minute car ride. It was a two-hour hour drive. two-hour yeah. bus ride to Life University to go to school. From and then I would see all these people oh, in their cars wow. driving parking they had all the things in their car and i would literally have to drag my entire book bag with like water mm-hmm. lunch my <laughs> yeah. book bag my it laptop was, i mean, I mean it book. was a, about a two-hour bus ride and but then again you we couldn't live on campus right because you couldn't afford, you couldn't it. afford it like if you can't pay Just for classes you, you can't live you know you gotta save so it we did what we yeah could. so yeah at some point yeah. you are like you're going right. through the motions yeah, through a little motions. bit. Like, I'm going to finish this. I'm going to finish this. But it's like, what you do forget yeah. what you're doing it for. So mm-hmm. then by the time we finally started getting close, you graduated and yeah. you started interning at, um, interning at an, at an yeah, office close by. Yeah, as an associate, by. yeah. Yeah. I was finishing up, but thank God, just around that time, the conference that we're here for had just started. Amped had just become Amped. Yeah. And we started diving in a little bit more. These people had known us since we were undergrad. Yeah. 
a few of them were the reason why I got into chiropractic because they're the ones they that were like... They were the like, ones that said, you spoke, should yeah, become a chiropractor. Some of them were the ones that gave me my first adjustment. We're not going to speak about that. <laughs> but, yeah, but so at, at that point, like that was becoming a thing. And they then life was started to be spoken into us again of like mm-hmm. the mission and what we're called to do. And like at that point, I mean, we were like ready to serve. Yeah. So... Full circle, you had already graduated. We go on like a a trip, a family trip. Yeah. And I ask it, I'm like, are we gonna do this? And then I mean, by now it had been ten years. Ten and years. And they're like, okay, we've been talking which is about crazy. this. Yeah. Between said, graduating high school and graduating from chiropractic college, it was a ten year process. Yep. At one point also you're just like, I'm just gonna finish this to show people that I yes. finished it. <laughs> right? We had our a family doubting us, not mom and dad and like our yeah. spouses or stuff, but we have like uncles and aunts being like, don't you think that you could like do anything else? Yeah, like, like with do you your try life? to become a dentist uh, or like a dental hygienist? And, or, like, or are you ever like, or it becomes wow, like, you always say oh you have two God. years left. Yeah, you always say, because I'm, like, cause if you're going to tell somebody oh, I have 10 quarters left, they're like, what does that mean? Oh, it can be done in two years. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, but that's not my case, right? But that's so, not really. But that's not really how it's going to go. But yeah, but it was a 10 year process. We go on this trip, and in the trip, in a one-week period, this was in March, right? Right around spring break. In that one week that we're together, we make the decision we're going to open. We're going to stay in Kennesaw, where we're close to our community is. And between March and June, we signed on the lease. Like, this is... And we had zero money. I don't even know how that happened. Uh, right same we didn't we didn't we budget build, we didn't no, like we had budget money what? i mean everything we've like, done has been by faith so we're just gonna absolutely. like absolutely we're just gonna dream this up we're just gonna we're gonna dream it up shout it out and then it's gonna happen yeah You're and then we're like up. oh we need a name right so we're like ooh, i like this and this and this and then somehow we're like we're gonna reach the reach. community we're gonna be we're gonna re- reach for it it's all bit a reach oh, <laughs> like, yes Everything, everything, our goals have been a reach. Like everything is just (laughs) like, we're reaching for it. But literally, we planned it out in March, in in January. Well, February, we had our ribbon cutting. December, we were done with our build out. Uh, Yeah. And listen, when I tell you we don't, I don't know where money, like, I honestly, we did speak it into existence, was that um, we didn't have money. And a friend of ours literally called Marcelo and said, hey, I pulled out this home equity loan because I was going to do this business. Yeah, I was going to do this business thing and it didn't happen. And I have $20,000. Are you looking to invest in anything before I return the money to the bank? Yeah. Literally. And Marcelo is like, yes. So... He borrowed. Juliana had some money from. Yeah, let's just be real here. Yeah. I got. I went through a divorce in between that those ten years. <laughs> yeah, there was. Um, he was unfaithful, so of course, like as any woman should, I took what was <laughs> mine for those two years. So I took some money from that marriage. Whatever I took from that, I use it to build our practice. Yeah. So so it she, wasn't a lot. We had only no. been together for two years, but I did take some money with me, as any. Woman yeah. should because you put yeah. your heart into it thinking yeah. it was gonna work. It didn't. So 
Take some collateral yeah. damage. So then you build this practice up, mm-hmm. and you're still in school, though, aren't you, yeah. at the time? Yeah. Like, because, like, I remember, like, we stopped by, and you just mm-hmm. kept saying, like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's my daughter, Ju- or my not daughter. my daughter. <laughs> not my daughter. Oh, my gosh. My sister, Ju. I take oh, she's care not of here her today. Like she's my daughter. <laughs> she's not here me. today. She's at school. I was like, oh, yeah. that's a bummer. Like, definitely wanted to meet her. Yeah. And then, so you come into the picture with the practice, and then was it, like, okay, you graduate, you're ready to rock and roll, or were there bumps in the way? And, like, what did that so, look like? That's a great question. Because, so, in that six months that the, you know, the office is still a baby, Juliana is in her most stressful time as far as finishing up her last classes and McCoy and boards and all of that. Um, so, that what that was the most stressful part of it. But once she jumped, once she was done, we were just, we dived in. Uh And if we did everything that we were told to do, as long as you were successful and you told us to do it, we do it, right? Oh, it worked for you. Look at your life. Okay, we're going to do it. We're going to follow it. Even this weekend, we were just talking about it over dinner. We're like, oh, yeah, that's what I want to do. He said, let's do it. We're going to do it. So... We kind of, we work really well. We have really, we have mercy with each other. So communication's always been super, super important for us. And it just kind of, it yeah. happens. Well, and just like the level of respect. I think that the, mm-hmm. the key, two key ingredients that I think we have that, that works so well. One is, and that works for any marriage too. You're a team. We're a team. Mm-hmm. Like nothing can yeah. can break this. That's always been the same thing. And even in my marriage, we're a team and I've always yeah. felt that. So nothing can break it. That I think is like the number one um, ingredient for success in any relationship. And then second is just like the amount of respect we have for each other. Mm-hmm. So even if sometimes I am irritated because I am human and I'm the flesh kind of comes out (laughs) i want to yell at you for my frustrations of whatever happened earlier that you had nothing to do with but you annoyed the frustration in me so i at the end of the day like even if i raise my voice at you immediately i'm like mm -hmm. nope that is not how i want it she doesn't deserve it and you know something else that for us works really well i mean first we're very very we're spiritually we're very strong spiritual Mm -hmm. praying women right so at the end of the day we are like okay what it what really is what's the heart of it right so are we following yeah or what's the lie that we're believing Believing. in that now is a problem in whatever yeah so what was the intention of the heart and we allow each other to call each other out and that's really important because I have given her that authority and permission, right? And that permission to where I tell her, like, you see me slacking, please call me out. I so it's not just like, who are you telling me that I need to wake up earlier to pray, or why? Are, who are you telling me to work out? No, no, no. I want that because you're going to see something that I might not be seeing because I'm all caught up, right? And at no so, point do you ever get your feelings hurt, no. even if you ask for it. So she also knows I, I'm, I'm a lot more, um, what do you call that? Like in Brazil, I'm like mice. 
mais quente. Quente, like a, a more <laughs> fiery. Mais emoção. <laughs> yeah, like I'm a lot more like, I'm a little bit more she's passionate. A little, she's more intense. Yes, too. 100% she more is intense. intense. Where Law's more like rainbows and butterflies. Like, Absolutely. She's an Enneagram <laughs> 7, I'm a 3, so like, it's just, yeah. it's very evident, like, I like to get stuff done, that's what matters. Law's more like experience, fun, yeah. but so like, well, the delivery, Law's <laughs> delivery funny. is very like, can I tell you something right now? And she and she has this look, and I'm like, not right now. I'll be back. Yeah, and I respect that, right? Yeah, it's okay. Like, she knows there's something that needs to be addressed, yes. but I'm not ready for it. And but the, she knows we're gonna come back to it. And the same thing with Vaughn. I'm like, yeah. So this is what I'm seeing you, and maybe you mm-hmm. should look into this area of your life that you might want yeah. to check into. Yeah. Because I'm also very like to the case, but you're and you for you, you have to be like, are you ready to hear this? And usually I am, yeah. but as long as my mental space is all right. And you know, I think the reason why we res- we take this, it works so well for us, is that we know, like we are a hundred percent sure of the love we have for each other. So I know that whatever she tells me comes from yeah. love. Right? So even like she's not a mom, but even when she needs to discipline my kids or call them out, like there are days or that I'm like, whoa, you know, and I'm like, she's doing it from love, right? Maybe another mom wouldn't allow that, (laughs) but it is from like from a place of love. And that that really is Well, because we know that like this is real. Like I I'd rather you succeed than I succeed in anything. (laughs) <laughs> yes. I'd rather a bunch of martyrs they have on this podcast. <laughs> you know, it's goodness. like it is like all right, I only have one piece of cake and she really wants oh, it. Yeah. She's gonna love it, so I'm gonna save it for her. Maybe she'll leave me some, but yeah, not, but she needs to taste this because it's so delicious. And then she'll be like, oh, there was this cake and it was so delicious, but I didn't think you needed it. So I went ahead and I just ate it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll bring you one next time. Oh my god, That would be her. So as we like... Kind of like, not even wrap up. I have three big closing questions for you guys because you guys have been on an impeccable journey and I will put a link in the bio for this for people that haven't heard them speak on a stage at a conference if you're not a chiropractor because a lot of it was a lot of Juliana's part and I'm so glad we got to see your part because I didn't even know that was a thing. I was like, wait, what? Um, achieving the American dream. Do you feel you guys have landed? Oh my goodness! Oh, yes, I, yeah. I, uh, I. Like, yeah. So last year, I finally became a citizen. I wanted to ride. Okay, this is like how I envision myself: literally riding around a white horse with the American flag. Literally, <laughs> like I arrived, yeah. and I'm literally living the dream, like. I have yeah. this wonderful American, like, and by American, I mean, like, this just full-blooded, like, loves to hunt, loves the land, loves America, family, all the values that I respect. I just, like, I built this life from nothing, yeah. fought my way through it, and I live, I'm like, everybody can do it. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny, like, when we're talking about how much more intense, right, she is. 
when she thinks of the American dream and if she's achieved it, she thinks of herself, right? <laughs> oh, worse. Like, is your wind hair blowing in the wind? And a really cute and, outfit. And, <laughs> obviously. And in my mind, right, uh, I don't have a housekeeper, right? Maybe I should, but every time I clean my house, I literally look around and I'm like, this is my home. Like, I tell people that I'm like, that is like one of the times that I feel God's presence the most because I'll do my laundry and I literally like take my kids clothes out and I'm like, they have PJs. <laughs> oh my God. I know. And I'm like, it's so silly, but like I have achieved it, right? Like I look at my dogs and then I look outside and I see like my parents sitting in my hammock, right? And I'm like, this is like, we've. We've made it. And it's not a big house, guys. It's a tiny, like, 1977 house. Like, you know, I know Amanda said it's beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful. But it's like, it's my home, uh-huh. right? I get to raise my kids in it. So, absolutely. And then we serve the community. I told Jules on Thursday, when we finally sat down to, like, be done with the day, I sat down and I, like, let out a huge yawn. And we don't, like, in the front of the team, and I'm like, oh. I'm so, t- I'm so sorry. I just realized how tired I am. And I told I was like, but I, there was so much joy in adjusting every single person that at one point somebody asked me, they were like, how is it that you have a question that is different to engage with every single person you're adjusting? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just so happy to see everybody. I just wanna know. So uh, yeah, achieved. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. So as you guys always push and go forward, what do you think is next on the horizon for your American dream? We got plans. We're looking of obviously like financial freedom always. That's on the horizon Mm -hmm. soon. And that means many, many different things. Um, For me, it's obviously American babies. American babies? (laughs) Yeah. This Um, year maybe, who knows? Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, American babies for Juliana, right? Because that's also my dream. I'm definitely <laughs> if I'm ready babies, for, I mean, they're going to be so born here. Born here. Yeah. Year, so. um, but I'm in a place where, like, practice is great. I want to, like, I want that to grow, right? I want my community to know chiropractic. They they need chiropractic. And that's Portuguese. That's yeah. Spanish. That's like not just the Americans, but the Spanish speakers, the Latinos, the Brazilians. They need to know chiropractic and how we can help. Um, so that and then my kids are in middle school, right? So part of that is also in like instilling is that what instill yeah yeah english is not easy guys (laughs) but right these values in them so that's that's the second the second part of this like that's the next phase right making sure that they're strong strong boys i have a feeling this is not going to be like the first time i'm interviewing you you guys are definitely going to be back on many many more because i'm already thinking about so many questions i want to ask i'm like oh my gosh like we we have to wrap it up and then you have to like split us up because we both love we're brazilian (laughs) i love to talk so we can go forever (laughs) i i see that so much and i love it but where can people find you on social media if they want to connect if they want to ask you questions whether that's you know, about immigration, your journey in chiropractic, your journey to becoming like 
just the drive and just to keep going. Like, where can people find you? Okay, so um, recently deleted my personal Instagram. So um, <laughs> I was trying to she, find you. I was like, where the yeah. hell is she? So uh, the, the election was a lot, <laughs> and I just had to take like, a mental break. Um, but so. I'm one of the few people that still have an AOL account. I would love it if anybody did email me if, that they would email it to my 13-year-old self, Julie205 at AOL.com. Oh, <laughs> I, I will it. leave that in the yeah. uh, comments on um, the link. And, I mean, I'm on Facebook, Lorena Jesus, Lorena Jesus. So, uh, but you can email me. I don't. Facebook message because it'll get lost. I'll see it in like two years. Um, but <laughs> Dr. Lorena, so D R L O R E N A at reachchiropractor.com. That's and probably the can, best one. And yeah. And follow message, our office, follow the office. Yeah. As, if you email the office, it gets to us. So that's probably the best way because that one is actually being checked. That is fantastic. Yeah. So I will make sure that these, um, all these emails and links and Facebook <laughs> and Instagram, they will be in the comments. I do encourage you guys to reach out to them. But guys, thank you guys so much for being on. I really appreciate it. This has been a long time coming, and I'm yes. like finally made it to the conference. I was like, you know what? You're sitting here. We're getting this done. That's it's right. Happening. And we did it. I it love awesome. it. But thank you guys again, and thank we'll you see for having you us on always. Thanks. And we'll see you next Tuesday.